0: Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch? Another Sunday night, and it's time for another episode of the Brain Love Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Galvina Thomas, a board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. And, um, you know, it's June now, it's June 4th, and uh, we made it through May. May was Mental Health Awareness Month, as everyone knows, and now we're here in June, and there's so many things to be mentioned, like. For example, today is Sunday, June 4th Today is Black Mental Health Professionals Awareness Day And June is also Men's Health Awareness Day June is also Black Music Month And June is also Post Traumatic Stress Disorder Awareness Month PTSD Awareness Month And so tonight, I have someone on who... He's on because he reps mental health and wellness. He is also an artist. He is a musician. He plays different instruments. He plays um, the trumpet, for one. And he also plays um, the piano. So on the couch tonight is Dara Silas. And, um, you know, we've had a lot of rain. We've had a lot of rain. And... Um, in South Florida and so I want you to be patient with us tonight because the internet was not functioning at its best so I apologize but I could not scrap this interview man because dear Silas is a very busy person he's been on tour he's doing mental health music tours which I thought that was the most innovative thing ever and um, he took his time out to get on the couch tonight, so please, please forgive me. It'll be fine. You'll you'll be able to hear, and it, it will be fine. It's just, you know, the quality is not my usual quality, but um, Mother Nature is to blame for that. So, y'all, um... I wanted to start this first episode with um, with Dear Silas, because as I stated, he's a musician, he's a singer, he's a hip-hop artist, um, and he reps mental health, and he openly reps it, okay? And the folks who'll be on the couch this this month, um, all of the folks who'll be on the, the couch, they are all men. Well, let me take that back. I got a special guest at the, at the end of the month. I don't know. She might be. I might push her. Or she'll do July instead but uh, we got some great guests on the couch this month um, I do have guests this month you know sometimes I'll go solo dolo during the month of May I had the ladies on the couch during the month of June I would love to just have the guys on the couch because as I said it's Men's Health Awareness Month in addition to some other things I have Young Wallen coming up soon he is a local artist here he is from Tennessee originally and he made um, Good Energy But tonight we're going to start with Dear Silas, so please give us your attention and share this podcast episode with those you love, and please, please, please support Dear Silas. He is making positive music out here. He's doing positive things out here in the community and in the streets, and he's speaking up openly about mental health and awareness. Um, So, you know, he has this song, I Ain't Stressing." today you just heard it in the background, I just want to mention a couple of things. I try to throw out some tidbits to you guys when I do these episodes, when the episode's not long. Um, and tonight, this is not a long episode. I just wanted you to to uh, learn a couple of things tonight about talk therapy, a.k.a. psychotherapy. Talk therapy is good for your heart. We know that stress, which is why I played that song, I Ain't Stressing Today, stress can have major negative implications on your cardiac, your heart functioning. New study found that managing depression using talk therapy can reduce an individual's risk of heart disease. Past research has shown that people with depression have a 72% greater chance of developing cardiovascular disease in their lifetime. So listen, this is a reason not to be stressing today. Experts also point to exercise as another means of managing depression and heart health in addition to psychotherapy and talk therapy. So you got to manage your depression, man. If you're stressing and you're not um, addressing that stress or you're not coping with it, we know that stress can lead to depression. Managing depression plays a huge role in reducing the risk of cardiovascular disease, a.k.a. heart disease. So I want people to just... No, don't stress. You got to listen to Dear Silas and just take that, take the approach I ain't stressing today. All right? Because other than cardiac disease, a.k.a. heart disease, depression, can also put you at higher risk for things like diabetes. So they have done studies, and we know that benefits of psychotherapy, a.k.a. talk therapy, go beyond mental health and can also benefit physical health. So... Are you guys ready to take the couch with dear Silas and me so that you can learn and that you won't be out here stressing, right? We ain't stressing today. No, 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 no. Hey, Silas, are you ready to take the couch?
1: Let's go. I'm ready to sit down. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> I ain't stressing tonight. I ain't stressing so um, you all know May was Mental Health Awareness Month, and now we have rolled into June June is Mental Health Awareness Month. And the next month, you guys have heard me say this, July is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. And allow me to just say that June is also um, Black Music Month or African American Music Month. So it's a whole lot of overlap going on here. And I love the overlap because in our communities, our folks, you know, people know we're big on church, we're big on spirituality, we're big on religion, and in that, we are big on music. Music has been therapy for us for years, for centuries. Even you know, during slavery, the way that we got through the days was singing and um, dancing together, and um, being a community that was that was based on not just prayer but also music and and fellowship through the singing and the dancing. And um, tonight I have another phenomenal guest on the couch. I am here tonight with dear
1: Silas. Hello there. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. What's up?
0: I am so happy and thrilled that you agreed to come on. Um, I know I'm a little person. And so as a little person, allow me to just say how grateful I am that you are sharing, uh, you're sharing your gift and taking the t- time to do this. Because I know sometimes when it comes down, it you got to base it on on your schedule, prioritize, money ties and all that stuff. So thank you again, truly, for for sharing your time and your energy.
1: No doubt. I'm I'm grateful for the outlet. You know, anything we can do to keep pushing forward the importance of mental health. Uh, I'm here to help out, help it out. So, yeah, thank you.
0: Absolutely. So, folks, I know you all know who Dear Silas is. He is a national recording artist. And one thing I learned about you when I started researching more about you, sir, is that you're a musician. You play the trumpet.
1: Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, I don't don't think I had much of a choice in that matter. You know, shout out to my daddy. You know what I'm saying? But uh, in my house, you had to play something. So that's what ended up in my hands. But, yeah.
0: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So yes, you, uh, as I was saying about slavery and and those times, um, that's how the village and the community stayed together with music. And it sounds like in your household, music was also a a major staple.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that was probably about uh, 95% of what went on in my household. And uh, yeah, I think, man, music just has a way of connecting people even when you know you aren't able to do normal things like speak or you know or see anything. You know, it's just a it's a it's a soul bonding thing. And uh that's why it's so important. That's why it's important for me to, you know, produce the messages that I produce to get them out to whoever uh can receive them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I had done one thing that I saw in your in your bio and also on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Y'all know that song. And I and a crooked letter, crooked letter, I crooked letter, crooked letter, I hump back, hump back, I. Hey, I don't know. Maybe if you guys didn't jump rope, you don't know that song, that little chant. But back in the day when I was a little girl and we jumped and did double dutch and that that's one of the chants that we used to that we used to do that. Uh, Dear Silas is from my people's home state, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I felt a little special connection
1: Hey. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, the South is beautiful. It's an amazing place. It's uh full of dope people. Um, it's just a boiling pot of a whole bunch of goodness and great greatness. You know, so yeah, I'm from yeah. Mississippi. I'm proud of it, man. And it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of dope stuff going on here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have taken music and just twisted it all around and did something with it. Um, you have broken mold of just regular uh, regular r and um, you are not just doing purely hip-hop um, there's there's an extra quality about your music when you listen to um, to your songs like you know besides listen listening to Iron Stress and today you have a song called Violin that um, you know people pull it up download it pay for it go on Apple whatever but when you listen listen to that song you know that we understand now you were set apart from other musicians and um and other singers and hip hop artists and all of these things and currently you're on a health music tour did that begin already
1: yeah yeah if we've uh, we started in february so we, we kicked it off in chicago um had a show out there and then we did a mental uh health event the next day which included just really uh It was for men. And we had yoga class, you know, chakra release, a whole bunch of, you know, awesome things, you know. And uh, yeah, I got we've hit a whole bunch of cool cities. I've been to Dallas, Houston, uh, where else? Atlanta, uh, Montgomery, um, just came from Charlotte, North Carolina. And we're headed to uh, Huntsville, Alabama for another uh, mental health speaking engagement and then Tampa, Florida for another engagement.
0: Well, I think you should roll on through South Florida, come through Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Sistron. We have an event coming up on Monday, June 26th. So we can talk a little more offline about that on how to make that happen. It's a men's health awareness event. And we're also, you know, rolling in some mental health stuff too. But we'll we'll talk about it to see, you know, what your schedule looks like and what you know, I'll see what your manager says about it your price and all that stuff but i think that would be phenomenal if you could bring that through or some sort of abbreviated version of of what you do yeah for sure um, for sure what what inspired you to do i don't think i've seen someone coin the the name mental health music tour i've not seen that before what inspired that
1: well um shout out to my manager uh who's also my wife, this is largely in part uh, her idea. I think she uh, she just looked at my brand and what I was doing and just thought it, it would gel together, you know, especially, you know, with my lead single. Um, and not just my lead single, but, you know, a lot of the other music that I'm making, you know, the records, you know, like my album is called, it's giving self-love and it's just this journey I've been on right now. Um, and f- for the most part, for a few years now, really just trying to find myself and, and uh you know be a little bit more accommodating to my feelings and it just worked out worked out that way and she she brought the idea to me and I was like yeah let's do this because in a sense you know like I would like to say you know if you come to a dear solid show you get much more than a concert you know I feel like it's a it's a healing session you know um I just always my main objective is to make sure people leave uh, feeling better about themselves, you know, more than more so than when they walked in, and uh, and so we thought, you know, it'd be a great idea to couple, you know, um, that with, uh, um, speaking engagements and really just trying to connect with people in a different way. So yeah,
0: yeah, that uh, the name of your mixtape is Giving Self Love, which by the way, folks, it was released in June two thousand twenty-two um that was towards the end of covid you know we just kind of sort of uh, technically formally got out of covid um here well we've been out of covid here in south florida but other places you know around the world they were still requiring um vaccination cards proof of vaccination and proof of pcr test and all these things so I ain't stressing today, and I'm I'm probably saying it too proper. I apologize, Mister Mister Cyrus. It's fine. I,
1: <laughs> it's okay.
0: I ain't stressing today. Yeah. Um. And by the way, guys, that dance is kind of kind of hard. You know what I mean? I'm 47 years old, so when I'm watching people pop and do the dance, I'm like, I tried to do it in the mirror, and it's a little it's a little challenging.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, it, it ain't no it ain't no uh, wrong way to do it, man. As long as you're not stressing while you are doing it. But it's all in the shoulder. <laughs> you definitely gotta make sure your shoulders are lubricated. If if not, just get you some Shea butter, some WD forty and make sure your shoulders are <laughs> able to move and, you know, a good amount. You be good, but yeah.
0: Right, right. <laughs> so uh, you got the huffer. you have the uh the album that dropped, and that's that has gone places it went up to number eight, I believe I saw on iTunes Hip Hop Rap Chart. So yeah. number eight is congratulations on that. That's a huge deal.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, we've jumped tremendously. Uh, I've charted before, but, you know, we we just continue to, to get better. Uh, I can't remember what I was last time we, we did chart. I, I think it may have been maybe maybe like 50 or 60 or something like that. So we were just we were elated. And excited just to see that um, you know on the first day you know we we jumped that high so and also just because of uh, what we're doing over here you know uh, you know just trying to provide a space uh, for people to, to enjoy music but also to heal and just you know and 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 uh, engage with people who are trying to find out more about you know mental health and and loving themselves so yeah it's a blessing
0: yeah. So, you know, you're no stranger to success in music. Um you had another song that came out, for me skrr skrr.
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like I said, skrr skrr. Skr, Skur. Yeah. That was that was a big record, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was number one, uh, the one viral record on Spotify. So, you know, you've been doing this a little while, sometimes, especially I think our our kids and our teenagers, um, we're so used to having it your way and things being so fast that people, uh, they anticipate having an overnight success. Mm -hmm. And I think it sets people up for failure at times, because when something doesn't work the first time, they don't hang in there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I definitely think um, my path has been that of the tortoise, you know, um, it's been it's been slow, but it's been consistent. And uh, we are definitely going to win a race. Um, there's been improvement in every turn, you know, even when we're faced with tons of, you know, crazy obstacles we always overcome. And yeah, I think, you know, I, I actually prefer it that way. I, I actually prefer that. You know, instead of just going kaboom and then crashing, you know, this slow burn has been is it's been great, not only for me as a musician, but as a person, because it's teaching me so much about life and other aspects and how to be patient and how to, you know, uh, be consistent and just to, you know, pray and keep going. So it's been great. Yeah,
0: yeah what you said reminded me um, I live life sometimes based through movies um, and music. So a lot of times when I'm recalling a year or something like that, I think about what song was out during the time that I'm trying to recall. Same and here. you sing, yeah. So you sing uh, slow and easy brought back a scene from Love, Love Jones. Um are mm-hmm. you too young to remember that movie? Oh no, I know Love Jones.
1: Yeah, Neil Young. Yeah. <laughs> Lorraine State, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. There was a scene in the movie when um Lawrence Tate, his homegirl, told him, I keep telling you, ladies like it slow and easy. Slow mm-hmm. and easy. So, you know, moving too fast and going too fast and not taking your time because of lack of patience, um, you know, oftentimes it's a bad outcome. Uh mm-hmm. And would you agree that there's a lot of learning along the way? Because, you know, from your bio, you started playing. You were playing the trumpet
1: at what age? Uh, If I'm not mistaken, probably 11 or 12 starting out. Yeah, Um, I I do agree. I agree because. um, When when, when everything's moving so fast, man, a ton of things come at you. And, uh, you know, I've experienced that side of it, too. And sometimes you aren't fully prepared for everything that's about to be put in front of you. And I feel like, you know, um, with, you know, if you get things at a good pace, you can, you can prepare. It's impossible to be prepared for everything. That's another thing I learned too. Like some, some things in life are just going to happen. But, you know, um, if you get it at a pace that you can, you know, you can execute well, you can, uh, you can know how to attack that the next time it comes around. And uh, just just take your time man. and just know that, you know, the only person um, or the only thing that you have to be concerned with is you and yourself and, you know, not letting other things interfere. So with me just being worried about, you know, get being better than me, I think that helps out with the pace too. And not worrying about surrounding myself with, okay, this is what's hot right now and I got to attack that and I got to stay ahead of the curve on this, you know? Like, no, nah, as long as you're just trying to, you know, uh, advance you yourself every day. I think you'd be good.
0: Yeah. And you're a straight up musical genius because, um, you don't just, you didn't just play the trumpet. You also began playing the piano at a young age. If I remember correctly, that was your first instrument was the, the piano.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My dad started me out on piano. Uh, I want to say Oh sheesh, I can't remember the age, but I know I was in elementary school. Um, I definitely prefer the trumpet. But I started out on piano. <laughs> remember those long summers, man, sitting in the house um on the on the on the keyboard, and I was watching everybody else play outside and you know, people knocking on the door, you know, can Silas come outside? And Dad, like, nah, he's practicing. But I'm grateful for it now though, you know, because it definitely helps my uh my musicality and And my approach, you know, to songwriting, you know, whenever I do it. So it's just great to have that that extra tool, you know, on the side. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So that description just brought up another movie, Mo' Better Blues. The scene when um, the little boy um, was practicing his trumpet and they were knocking on Zeke. Can Zeke come outside and play? So uh, yeah, that, that, that to mine as well. Um, yeah. So besides being a musical genius or having the skills to play instruments, to sing your, you know, your father was a musician. He played the saxophone besides having that talent, which, you know, I believe some of that, a lot of that is probably a natural acquired talent that um growing up in a home where there was music and your father also instilled in you um the dedication and um and practicing to get better what else did you need in addition to your musical talent to succeed to actually make something happen in the music industry because it's a hard career to mm-hmm. initiate and to maintain and sustain
1: oh uh, yeah aside aside from you know just just talent it takes uh it takes dedication of the mind like <laughs> not being easily swayed, um, being able to really work on consistency. I think, you know, it doesn't matter how much talent you have in the world. You know, talent can only take you so far, It can and it can take you far. But, you know, how long will you be there when you get there? Uh, That's that's the thing. And uh, I pride myself on, you know, the longevity of what I've been doing and what I know I can continue to do. I, I know I can do this for the rest of my life easy. And also um, just adaptability, you know, being able to mesh in any, uh, any surrounding, any place, you know, any setting. Uh, and don't get me wrong, still do you, you know, I'm really big on that, you know, not just switching it up just because of who you're around, but uh, uh, just being able to, like I said, just adapt to that situation and bring what it is, whatever it is that you, you bring to the table, Uh, but be able to do it, you know, at a high level anywhere.
0: Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So the music industry, um, as I stated, is one of the more challenging career fields to go into, especially if you want to be that person who is out front. You want to be the performer, the singer. um, Mm -hmm. And we hear these stories all the time about, well, shit, nowadays, excuse my French, sorry, shoot, nowadays, you don't even have to hear a story. People are singing about certain things in their music. Mm. Um, Chris Brown has a song about Robitussin, lean Percocet, um, you know, all these different substances. Mm. And you see from like some, some old joints, like people snorting coke, doing, using stuff, self-medicating with different substances. How are you maintaining balance and a stressful career
1: i think and it's it's definitely a stressful career because you know um entertainment is just one of those things where you know you get hit with curveballs like every other day and you know things change rapidly and again you know that's where you know that being able to adapt comes in um but me personally you know i think i just try to uh I just try to keep my head grounded, you know, and remember, you know, when, you know, cause I'm a human, obviously I doubt, you know, and I get worried and I stress. Um, but when I start to feel that, you know, I have to remind myself of, you know, um, who I am and what I'm doing, what my purpose is, and just look how far, you know, you uh, attacking your purpose is taking you. And you know, mm-hmm. so when all of that other influence, you know, comes, tries to seep in, you know, I just remind myself, well, look, man, we this is this is where we're going, this is the trajectory. And and we are we're steady on a we're on a great incline from from you just doing what you want to do and doing what 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 uh was purposeful for you. And mm-hmm. and that's how I reel back in. Just just a yes. reminder, you, you know.
0: Yeah, that self-talk, that self-awareness and and pulling yourself through, right? Because really, if you're going to bet on anyone, we should be betting on ourselves. So betting on our ability to pull through and get through and just having the confidence that we can do those things. Um, Musical geniuses, you know, y'all are different. Your brain is different. You think different. You see things differently. You hear things differently. Um, Do you do any type of mind exercises? What do you do for your for your brain? Like I talk about brain love all the time. I talk about how we eat, what we drink, we put in our bodies to foster our mental health, the things that we can do um, to help with that happiness. Do you do any type of brain exercises or Mm -hmm. um, what do you do? You mentioned chakras earlier, I think in Chicago at that mental health event.
1: Yeah, that was actually, um, that was a new thing for me. And I was, it was, it was such a great introduction. Uh, I really felt like a different human being after that experience. That was a a great introduction uh, to that world for me. Um, I really felt like a different person, you know, after that experience. Uh, I had never done it before. And uh, I wish I could remember the name of the instructor from that day, but uh, she was great and just releasing, you know, certain things from my body. Like, I, I just, I felt like a superhuman. I felt better prepared. I felt, um, I just felt ready to attack, you know, to uh, just just be better, you know. Um, but aside from that, I would say personally, um, me, you know, I was just looking, I was, I was on Twitter a second ago uh, before we started uh, talking and I, 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 I'm not sure how true it is. You know, I mean, the internet is the internet. Uh, so take that with a grain of salt, but I was looking at this number and it was saying like you know about maybe twenty five to thirty percent of people um, in the world, they don't have conversations with themselves in their head. And I'm just I was thinking like, is that many people walking around with just like nothing on their brain? Like, which <laughs> kind of makes sense when you think about it. Like it's just <laughs> complete silence inside the head, and I can't relate. Sometimes I wish I could but when you when you when you said something about brain exercises I'm like well, well technically maybe I do have brain exercises all the time because man I I probably talk to myself more than anybody I know uh inside of my head without even me without me even realizing it like I'm always having conversations and I got the type of brain that just it don't stop. Sometimes I wish it would stop I really would but it it never stops even especially late at night um but I would say um there was one thing I wanted to say that I do do. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um I kind of lost my train of thought. I probably had to come back to that one. But I would say, man, um, oh, you know what? I know what it is. I would say that I, I I've been getting into the habit of like changing up my vocab, you know, um, you know, just being really, really careful about what I say, what comes out of my mouth or. How I speak of myself, you know, like I, you know, just even if I'm just joking, if I would say something like, "Oh, I'm stupid," or "Oh, that was a dumb thing," you know, like I, I, I kind of retract on those now, and I'm like, "Nah, nah, nah," you know, because after a while, you know, I, I, I started to feel like, man, I keep things happen because I keep saying those things, so now I just, I just try to ultimately, like as much as I can, when I can think of it, I just try to say great things about myself out loud. Um, and I just try to just really big up myself anytime I get a chance to, and just really say specifically also, you know, um, very, very specifically the things that I want in life, you know? So I think that's, that may be, that may work into that section about maybe some brain exercises or things that I do.
0: It certainly does. Yeah. Speaking that positive energy, that reinforcement for yourself, um, cause you, you know, you should speak what you want into the universe. So that's what I hear you saying. Like, um, you know, I shut down speaking that negative stuff or saying derogatory things, putting it in, in the universe, universe. And just now I focus on, you know, the uplifting stuff, the self-assuring things, the positive things. So that's absolutely a brain exercise, um, Because we talk to patients all the time about redirecting their thoughts. Um, Sometimes people, there are a lot of people out here who are are pessimistic or they're the type to see the glass as half empty Mm -hmm. as opposed to half full. And that half emptiness, you know, it lends itself to all, all sorts of negative thinking. And when those negative thoughts fester, you know, thoughts become emotions, emotions become behaviors, And before we know it, we're in this circle of just negative energy and we have become our own, our own enemy, our own enemy. So, yeah, I I truly do appreciate that. That is definitely a brain exercise. And I'm with you. I talk to myself. Sometimes I talk to myself so much. I got to catch myself like (laughs) to ensure no one's in the room when I'm talking to myself because I sometimes I'll, I'll speak out loud um, it, I won't keep it inside of my head so and I I call that processing
1: mm-hmm. I, I and, agree with
0: you. Yeah. and musical geniuses such as yourself I've been around you know a few others your brains are non stop non-stop I was around this cat one time and he saying how everything he hears he hears it a note he hears it as a musical note. So he could be listening to the rain and he's trying to determine, you know, well, um, what is it, the notes? What, you know, what note the, the rain is.
1: The pitch, yeah.
0: yeah, the pitch, the note and things like that. And also like at night, he said, his brain is always thinking about the next song, the next track, the next, you know, and I might pop up while he's sleeping Um, I was listening to a Beatles interview one time, Uh, Paul McCartney, I believe it was, was talking about uh, driving somewhere. And you know, when we're at rest, that's the best time for the brain to think um, and to create ideas when you're in the shower, when you're on a drive. And he created the song, I can't remember, oh my God, I'm blanking on the song, but it was such an awesome interview because it brought to light that you can do comps when your brain is at rest when you're able to like give yourself a little bit of time and and so to the point of the brain is always constantly thinking for creatives and musical geniuses I get it because the man couldn't even drive without making a song
1: (laughs) yeah man I get a yeah my wife she get on me all the time because I'm I'm always trying to make something out of something you know like I might hear a car horn and I'm like oh yeah and then I I get to pitch it at and it's gone <laughs> or whatever, you know, it's, it, it never, the, the, the creation process, uh, it never stops. It's, it's always going, uh, even to the point, it doesn't always have to do anything with music, you know, like I'm a, I'm an artist in every aspect, you know, um, we can't, I can't even watch a movie or, or a TV show without, trying to figure out the plot or like okay like they're about to do this next or I'm just trying to see how accurate or how would I be as a writer what would I do and okay they're about to and then and then when it happens I'm like yeah yeah you know I'm, I told you I knew yeah so it's it's I don't know it's, it's bananas man but I definitely I definitely understand that because I, I don't feel so weird now that I hear you talking about and <laughs> you talk about it you know from somebody else's experience so yeah
0: yeah, it's not weird. I think that's what makes you guys so great. So phenomenal is that constant nonstop action inside of the brain. Um, and I'm i am sure, of course, you probably have found other ways or other outlets to deal with it and to balance all that, to, to balance all of those things. Um, all right. So what is or who is i should say your favorite jazz artist and if you want to say a couple you can give us some of your favorite artists who inspired you inspired your musical ability other than pops other than your father
1: uh as far as jazz influence uh let's see here or you
0: know we can say musical like we can say musical because you combine a lot of genres so don't just limit it to jazz
1: okay well yeah well, I just name a few jazz um, musicians off top. Um, you know, Arturo Sandoval, uh, Dizzy Gillespie, Miles Davis, Charlie Parker. I mean, I can go on and on like for days with those. But um, Michael Jackson, uh, Missy Elliott, Ludacris, Outkast, um, Shania Twain. I mean, <laughs> I could go forever.
0: She's she's actually my favorite country music singer shania twain
1: man, i love her voice man she yeah she's she's phenomenal um i, I want to let me think i'm gonna try to think a little bit outside the scope um uh, i guess it wouldn't be outside the scope but i, I love Babyface and everything he's contributed um mm-hmm. to music as a whole um What's that guy's name? I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Freddie Mercury. Oh, my gosh, man. Voice is crazy. Uh, I ain't never heard nothing <laughs> like that before. I think he like one of a kind. I don't think you will be a voice like that ever again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'd be here forever. But, like, yeah, my my palate is, like, all over the place. Just And I can probably my mom for that because um, she listened. She listened to everything. She didn't care what it was, you know, pop country, you know, R&B, rock, hip hop, you know, so um, I can thank my parents for like just being able to experience, you know, a lot of different types of music.
0: Yeah. What would you say to to folks who are trying to break into the music industry, want to become an artist, they want to become a famous singer or hip hop artist or, uh, what advice would you would you give to them?
1: Um, I would say don't do it because you think it's a cool thing. Like, uh, like, oh yeah, th- these are the people that's popping right now. Or I want to, you know, I want to get to this money. You know, I mean, obviously people are going to do what they want to do. But, you know, it's just, uh, it's a lot of fluff going on right now. So, you know. It would be cool if the people who actually wanted to be musicians could just be musicians and not just people who see a certain lifestyle, you know, and it it gets kind of fuzzy at that point. But I would say, man, just really. First off, um, be who you want to be. If you want to make music about um, cooking red beans and rice every day of the week, just do that you know, and don't be ashamed of that because it's somebody out there is like, man, I love cooking red beans and rice too every day of the week. Let, let me listen to this person. And I think a lot of people, including myself for a long time when I first started, you know, um, they're ashamed to, you know, especially if like their, um, I would say their, their hobbies or their things they love aren't as popular, you know, with the the broad scope of the world, you know, they don't, I, you know, they they think well people they don't want to really hear that, man. It's it's a crop of people for everybody. And I think, you know, that's when I when I figured I finally figured it out. I was like, man, you know what? I'm just gonna make music for me. And whoever happens to like it, you know, I'll see you. You know, and that's what happened, you know, when I stopped trying to please everybody. And you know, the last obviously talent helps helps, uh, but the last thing I would say is just consistency man consistency is the biggest thing uh when you do something you you got to keep going even when it even when you can't see the fruit from it you know uh just 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 you know keep hope alive believe and you know it'll work out
0: yeah i heard you say consistency was the biggest thing all right thank you so much dear silas for coming on uh tonight taking your time i know that you're on a tour Um, and your, your schedule is hectic, um, people. He gave y'all some free gems, you know, I hope you adhere to, to the things he recommended and the things he lives by, which include dedication, consistency, adaptability, right? We got to be flexible in life because we got to be able to change with change, um, and being true to yourself. You got to be true to yourself. Thank you, dear Silas any last words for
1: people oh yeah well first off thank you again uh for inviting me on the platform I really I really do appreciate uh you having me thank you for all that you do you know and um yeah I'm still learning you know I want to soak up as much as I can about you know mental health and you know just all of this period you know I'm still trying to figure out myself and you know hopefully uh, with me, you know, getting better with figuring out myself, it can in turn help other people. But thank you. um Also, everybody out there, make sure you go stream. Is giving self love is on all streaming platforms. And if you would like to follow me, it's dear Silas on every single platform. And hopefully, I'll be coming to a city near you soon. Hmm.
0: Yep. All right. Please, dear Silas, say brain love.
1: Brain love. <laughs>
0: Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, and I just wanted to tell you about the ways to follow me. So if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know what platform you're on, but I'm on all of the podcast platforms, Google, Apple, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and you can also follow me on my social media for those of you who found me through your podcast platform and not on social media. Some people have been following me on Instagram or Facebook, and that's how they learned about the podcast. But for those of you who learned about my podcast first, please feel free to follow me on social media. On Instagram and Facebook, I'm Dr. Delvina. The doctor is abbreviated as DR, and there's no period. So it's DR Delvina, which is spelled D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A. And let's see, I have a website. I mentioned before that the website was under construction, but the website is up and good to go. It is Dr. Delvina Help. So again, the DR is abbreviated. DR, D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A, Help, H-E-L-P as in Papa.com, help.com. So please go to my website, take a look, Peruse the site and see what's going on there. And uh, I'm also, let's see, where else am I? I'm in SoundCloud as well, but I'm not as active on SoundCloud as I am with my um, with my podcast. You know, this podcast has been up since May 2020 during the pandemic, and um, I just love talking about the brain and helping to educate people about their mental health and wellness. So please spread the word, tell a neighbor, tell a friend, tell a family member. Tell a loved one. Tell a significant other. Tell your ex, if there's something I've t- I touched on that really that you identify with and you want to share it with someone, share it, please. Mm-hmm. It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Doctor Delvina. Remember.